una vez un gran rey que tenía muchas tierras, un castillo y también un amor. Pero los caprichos de ese amor con el tiempo sin castillo y sin tierras lo dejó. What up, what up, welcome in. It is the League of MX Fantasy Podcast, and we're back in classic style. It is your host, Trippin' B, and your League of MX expert, Araboy14. What's up, man? What's up, what's up, man? I'm very happy due to Georgia weather conditions. It's better day. Things got better. Things things, things had brightened up for you. You were, you were pretty down in the dumps the other day when we were talking. You know, classic slates back. It's Friday. What can go wrong, you know? I don't know if it was our uh, hashtag campaign or just, you know, our constant whining to our 20 Twitter followers. <laughs> DraftKings brought back classic slate for League MX on Friday night. How great. We got a two-gamer, an 8 o'clock and a 10 o'clock. It's, like, it's, the, it's the League MX slates we know and love from back in, back in the day last year. Bittersweet moment for me today since, you know, I had a good streak going on on Fridays with showdowns, but... The classics back. You yeah, actually started winning on showdowns. You turned your luck around. It was it was a beautiful thing to see. You know, there, all all the the people, all your many fans were loving it on the sidelines, cheering you on. It was it was great. But but now we're back. You know, to take your money on classic Friday night. I hope the streak continues with the classic. Well, the cool thing is we got a slate here with a lot of DFS friendly options. A lot of different ways to go. A, lot of, a couple of places you might feel like are locks to help you get started with the lineup. Um, if the uh, the way we used to do this back when we did classic slates before was we go game by game, so let's let's keep that tradition alive and let's look at the first game on the slate, Atlas versus Morelia. What do you like? The, you know these these teams have a ton of players. Who are you looking at first? The uh, player I'm looking at that is really good with floor is your boy Edison Flores for 5400, which is midfield available as well. Yeah, I, I saw he got the MF uh, designation, which is great. You know I love all my guys from the uh, the World Cup Peru experience. Just great, all great DFS plays always, and uh, Flores definitely keeps it up in his club play, play for League MX. That would be like my value play for that first game. But if you're looking at the other forwards, which are Sansores for 8,300, that's like a GPP for that price. And we go below him, which is Carlos Fierro. Midfield available as well for 7300. That could be a good play, almost a lock for me if he starts. But it all depends if uh, my boy Vilchis starts in that game. And Duke hasn't started, so I wouldn't pay much attention to him. If he does start, that's another GBP play. Ferreira, another GBP for me. And probably my other value play if he starts, which he did start the last two games, I believe for Atlas in league and um, cup competition, which is Facundo Barcelo for 4,500. Yeah, our boy Barcelo, love him. Yeah, 4,500, it's a little um, tempting to draft him in your lineup, so. I mean, he scored a goal last game, uh, last showdown slate when we had Atlas, and uh, it was awesome. Wasn't a guy that we necessarily had talked about in our podcast, but he popped up as a cheap uh, forward option, and he's pretty cheap again here, even in Classic. Even after that goal, I would probably fit him in if you want your big floor guys um, tonight. So that's a right. Good There's going to be some higher play. salary midfield plays as we even in this game and the next game as we move forward. But yeah, Flores and Barcelo give you some nice, uh, nice value forward options. Sensores and Fierro maybe a little bit higher upside uh, if you want to spend more. Fierro probably has a higher floor, would you say, than Sensores up there for for a thousand cheaper? 
Yeah, you can probably plug both in your, in your forward uh, slots. That's uh, Flores and Marcelo, but you might not need to, but those are really good value plays. If you did that, you'd, you'd probably be looking for a place to spend the money at, you know, at all your other spots. You definitely would have the money for an expensive goalkeeper. Let's look at the midfield in this game as we keep that going because there are a couple more expensive options that we definitely want to look at if there's in the lineup. On the midfield, I cannot believe these guys are really priced in my eyes, which is first lock would be Osvaldo Martinez for 8200 That guy should be priced like in the nine midnight thousand range. But Yeah, you play first. him at, you plug and play him at, at 10k sometimes. <laughs> like to see at eighty two hundred is kind of nuts. Yeah, that guy's just, you know, floor guy, you know, hoping everything goes well within the game and he doesn't get injured or something off, but you know. Osvaldo is that guy. And my other luck this is my favorite DK play whenever he's in. That's Vilchis. So I'm hoping he starts tonight. And that's another lock if he does for 7,900. Yeah, he hasn't played as much as we would have expected him to, I feel. But he's when he has been in, he's done the things we expect him to. So if he's if he's in, I'm definitely put him in for sure. Yes, sir. If you look at Osvaldo at 8,200, he's the second most expensive player, I think, on the whole slate, right? Even if you look at utility, I think Sensoris is 8,300 is the most. So when you're looking at a two-game slate and the most expensive players are in the low 8,000s, 8, like, you really can play, like, whoever you want. So, you know, especially with those value plays we mentioned earlier, it's going to be tough not to lock a lot of spots in this, you know, in this first game. You got Izahara even there, you know. He's a guy you might consider. So uh, is there anybody else you're looking at? This player has become a... DK favorite, which I've seen, you know, due to the uh, percentage on that's Juan Bigon for Atlas, 7,800. Mm-hmm. I hope over 50% of drafts <laughs> because I I feel like he's gotten, you know, lucky in some DK fantasy points like assists and goals, but... You think uh, you think it's like kind of a mirage what he's been able to do? He's, he's definitely. I had him actually on one of his slates when he uh, had had a good an assist that that or, or that paid off huge. So, yeah, I believe in the last showdown he became you know, one of the top. You know, yeah, point. coming off two goals against Pumas, then you know people saw that, so they loaded up on him against Lobos for sure. You, you just have to throw that out there, right? Just, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, be going to all around guy. He'll get you. Points everywhere. Fouls drawn, tackles, shots, crosses. He does everything. He's he's a floor guy, but uh, I, I really don't see him in my lineup tomorrow. I, you still don't if, trust it. You still don't trust it, huh? What if, if Vilches, the, what if Vilches the, the is guy, not in? I was about to say what Jerry just did on the Vilches call. If he doesn't start, I'll probably have to plug in and be gone. Yeah, I, I might even go lower to Izahara, but I, I definitely see what you what you would see in Vigon. Obviously, he's been he's been the man. Izahara is coming off some pretty nice games too, though. Yeah, Izahara is a cross machine. So right, good... you want to talk about floor? This is a guy he can reach double digit fantasy points, you know, without a goal or an assist, which always a commodity. And for sixty nine hundred, that's pretty pretty nice. You might expect to pay like eight k for someone who who can do that. So. Probably say Borbano, it's like a GPP now. Yeah, he, he let me down. He let us all down this time. And Lascano, did he take some corners last game? I'm not too sure. He was he was taking some crosses. I remember him racking up some crosses on 
I think he did have a couple of uh, set pieces against Veracruz. Yeah. Yes, I saw some pieces that I remember. For 6700 it's not bad for Lascano being at home. So, you want to stack up the Impelia guys, go ahead. Plug Lascano in. Yeah, I mean, I think this game would be pretty high scoring, so I, I can see a lot of stacks of it. What about the defense? Our guys, Vegas, Santa Maria, your favorite, up to 4200 for center back. How crazy is that? Correction, you mean Vinny Cash's favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I will have to say Vegas my favorite play tomorrow due to his floor, 5,500. Plug him in first to anybody. I like his floor. I like him, you know, attacking, setting up, you know, the DK points for me. I don't see playing any other fullback for Morelia because Osuna played as a right back last game and he's midfield eligible. So I'll probably just go with Vegas with Morelia. Yeah, Osuna 4,100. You probably don't need necessarily that much value. If you look at some of the plays we just talked about in this game, if you plugged in Barcelo, Flores, Osvaldo, Vilches, Vegas, Izahara, you'd have two spots left. You have 5,800 per spot, which you can't even spend on a defender and goalkeeper. So you probably don't necessarily need those extreme value fours that we talked about to fill out a lineup. Even You can get the other most expensive guys. Probably with only one of those guys, when we're talking about Barcelona Flores, you may not need to go both, but that is one way you can start to build a lineup. How about forwards from that late game? Well, who are you looking at? Oh, man, the Puebla uh, forwards are kind of scary. Flores don't know who to pick because Tabo surprisingly played 90 minutes last game against Veracruz and didn't record one cross. Right, that's crazy. That's not... Uh, that was the most unexpected box score I've seen in a long time. And the people that do know Christian Tabo, you know, he's a cross machine when he gets the ball. So I don't know what was happening that day. I don't know if he had some personal problems going on at home that he forgot about crossing or something. But I will probably lock in Omar Fernandez if he does start for Puebla. Is yeah, there... Omar, he ended up taking the set pieces, right, in that game? Correct. So for 6K, I mean, that's a great, great play tomorrow. A set piece taker in the forward forward spot too. He 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 could be a good alternative to because he's pretty cheap himself, but he has an even higher floor than some of those other value guys who are still somewhat goal dependent. We mentioned earlier, and you know Cavallini for eighty two hundred. That's pretty much goal dependent. So right, he is playing at home. I mean, you sometimes figure you're going to need goals to win a GPPA no matter what, so you might as well put him in there. I think Cavallini is a boom bust play, but I don't I don't hate you for playing him. You know, some people are going to play him in cash just because it's everybody else is so cheap that he's just going to show up there. He's gonna, like you can't help but put him in. It's me easy to afford him. But what about a, the guy right below him, Alustiza, who is really not shown much to deserve his expensive price tag? Well, he hasn't been starting. And when he does start, we saw him getting subbed off before 60 minutes, which is crazy. So uh, I wouldn't be too reliant on Alustiza. So if he you does think start... His, uh, you think his price tag is going to keep dropping? Yeah, he his his price tag shouldn't be up that high, in my opinion. But uh, I wouldn't consider him, even though he starts. But if you want to play like for a GPP, you can you know, play him for that. Right, we just gave him definitely the curse that he's going to... He's going to get two, two, two goals, I'm sure, but what can you do? I don't see it, but somehow he does. He's probably getting like on penalty or something like that. So you like Omar and maybe – would you play Tabo if he starts and Omar doesn't start maybe? Yes, if Tabo starts and I don't see Omar Fernandez starting, I'll most likely start 
with Tabo in my lineup. Do you think Paragon can get a goal on the road? Oh, man. I, it's a little early for this, but I think that's going to be my Vini pick. Okay, okay. We'll save that to the end, then. Let's move to uh, midfielders from this late game real quick. Brian Fernandez for 7,500. Midfield available. And he has a nice floor. But, you know, he's playing away, so I will say it's another GBP. And Sepulveda, which is new to the Nenecaxa team. He has a decent floor, too. Or 5,800, that's not a bad call. Right, he's a guy who's got a lot of experience, right? Uh, played with the national team a little bit. Yeah, he played for Mexico in the Gold Cup. He had a nice little tournament there. But, well, I think after that, career got downfall. I haven't seen much of him after that. He needs to step up. Yeah, for those that draft him, good luck. I would say Pablo Gonzalez for 5,500 of Puebla is a good play. He does have a nice floor. He plays mainly as a right wing back. So that guy can cross and shoot. He scored on the right. home opener. It, it can be tough to play those uh, those midfield eligible fullbacks who uh, don't get the clean sheet bonus, you know. But I've done it in showdown. I, in classic, it's a little bit harder to do. What do you think? Yeah, the clean sheet bonus are a good strategy, but it's tough to call, you know when you have defenders that you're relying on their goalie pretty much to have a clean sheet. But sometimes when it may, they do come through, they, they're a good play. Yeah, I think probably like uh, numbers-wise, it probably is not as big of a deal because the, the clean sheet doesn't come through as often as you might like think in your head it's going to. But, uh, but it's just like kind of psychologically, it's kind of t- it's like, oh, well, he can't get the bonus, so I don't want to, I don't want to jam in, you know, like, or, you know, but uh, I guess it's more realistic to think you don't want to give up a midfield spot, which could be a valuable, a little more valuable spot sometimes than defenders, so. Below Pablo Gonzalez, we have my boy that hasn't been productive for me, but he may become, you know, productive for anybody that drafts him tonight. That's Chumacero, 5100. Oh. Your guy, you always love talking about this guy. What, how are you feeling about him this week? I'm not going to pick him, so I have to worry about it. Unless I have a head-to-head that has him against me, then I'll have to start doing some jinxes for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, his floor is like two points for 5,100. It's a little bit dicey, but he does. I've seen him get get some upside. I mean, I've seen him. He, he, I've played him. When he first came in the league, he was like under 4K. He was he was in my lineups a lot, but now in this, he's settled in this like mid-5 thousand range is a little tougher to play in. I don't see him due to the fact that Facundo Castro's a hundred cheaper and you know mm-hmm. he has been Necaxa's set piece guy. So right. if he does start I'll have to lock him in tomorrow as well. You're talking Castro there? Yes, Facundo yeah. Castro. Yeah, that's 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 an easy play for sure. You know uh just back on Chumacero one sec, you know who the first person who told me to play Chumacero was in the lineup? Vinny Cash. <laughs> of course, of course, yep. Yeah. Yep, the answer to all questions. He beat me and some other studs in the Liga MX community on the big GPPs. And I was like, how is he beating us with Chumacero? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. But he wins. He, all he does is win. Are you ready to move on to Defender here? Yeah, man, I'm down for it. Anyone you like, as much as Vegas, more than Vegas, Calderon, Guzman. Guzman was great last game in the showdown. Calderon was not. Well, what do you think? 
Yes, I I like Guzman more than any of these plays, but he probably had a great game last weekend due to he was playing against his ex team. The whole revenge, you know, game. You're going, you're going revenge. You're explaining that one with revenge narrative. Gotcha. So he might not have a, a high floor as this uh, matchup, but for 5K, it's not bad. And we have Calderon on the other side of the field for 5,700. And he has an all-around floor as well. He likes to go up. He's like the mini Vegas in this slate for me. So I'll probably go with Calderon due to uh, I may have enough salary to pay up for him. Yeah. The, I mean, the salary will almost definitely be there. The most expensive goalkeeper is Sosa for 5000 I think. Uh, we'll get there in a second, but there are a couple other defenders. I mean, what do you think about the Pueblo, but backs, uh, Areola and Angulo? I like Angulo. I will, I will probably uh, pivot to him if I see that I'm down in some contests. So 5,200, he's a good play at home. He likes to cross and go right. up, so it's a like, good play. Normally, like generally, I like the Nakaxa guy, guys uh, more. But with Puebla being at home, I kind of almost want to lean towards those guys a little bit more. Just some feeling something on that home field advantage in this matchup. Yeah, the home field advantage is always, you know, a good strategy with the um, the MX. But you know, some crazy things happen every now and then, so can't always rely on the home field advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just hey, I'm just telling you, telling you how I'm feeling on the on this one. That's all. I, th- I think Puebla's going to play hard at home, for sure. Yeah, they like to play tough at home. Uh, has a decent team. The Caxa didn't look too good last game against Morelia, and they were at home. So I'm probably going to favor the Puebla guys here. Right. There's, like, a big difference in spots on these two teams in the standings, but there's only two points, you know, across a few games. So Although Puebla has played one extra game, but Puebla's been better at home than on the road, so we'll see how it goes. We shall see. Um, do you want to talk about any center backs? That's your like favorite part of the uh, I'm going to skip talking center backs. Uh, it's kind of roulette. Hopefully, if if I have to go to one, it's a really cheap one like Roman or Vasquez, but probably not. We'll see. Let's go you to goalkeeper. Go like, Let's talk goalkeeper. Like the last call for value, I'll go with Loronia. 4,600. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I give, I'll always, always consider Lerone. He likes to cross, for sure. He's yeah. defi- he definitely brings a little bit of a floor. Four, I, I still think 4,600 is a little bit a little bit more expensive for him, but he hasn't... He's had a couple bad games in a row, but he, he definitely has upside, too. So. Yeah, it, all, it comes down if Paulo Gonzalez starts or doesn't start. So right. Your family right. there. Right. But for only 400 more than – if you're playing Santa Maria, then find 400 to get up to Livonia for sure. <laughs> I would agree with that. If you're playing Santa Maria, please send me a head-to-head. I would love it. <laughs> careful, careful. That cocky talk can uh, can sometimes backfire on you. Yeah, um, true. All right. How about uh, quick quick thoughts uh, on goalkeepers, all, all four goalkeepers? We're probably talking uh, – unless there's some surprise, we're talking Gonzalez, Viconis. Sosa and Hernandez. I mean, you got to go Sosa, right? Just he's freaking Sosa. Yeah, my boy Sosa for 5K. Right. I mean, 
I'm I'm probably gonna go with the favorite keeper at home. So I'm gonna go with Sosa, but you know, every time I hype this guy up, he somehow does not fulfill his projection that I have in mind. Right, but then every time you fade him, he he has like 17 hero saves, and he keeps a clean sheet, and it's just it's madness. So yeah, one PK save and everything. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I think I'll probably end up with it, playing him in this slate just because I don't think any of these games will be in a clean sheet. I do think I'll have more attacking players from the first game, so maybe I won't end up with the goalkeeper from the first game, uh, and I'll just hope the second game is lower scoring. But I don't, I don't see any of these teams keeping a clean sheet myself. So my rankings from one through four, starting at number one will be Sosa, Viconis, Gonzalez, and the last one be Hernandez. Yeah, I agree. Home teams and favorite teams, and uh, it's, you know, depends how much salary you end up having after you pick all your attackers. Yes, sir. You kind of hinted at it earlier, but why don't you get to the Vinny pick of the slate? Oh man, it was tough to call, but I'm gonna go with Barragan for 7,200 for my Vinny pick of the slate. How how did he how did he get that status? He's playing away. He just shoots a lot. So I have a good ch- chance of him, you know, scoring tonight. And not a lot of people are going to draft him. So I just feel that Barragan will make you win all the money. So go yeah. ahead. People are going to fill their forward slots in that early game so so easily. So uh, he, a late road forward, I definitely see him being lower owned. I, I like it. Gets a goal. Take you to the top. Let's pick the games as far as who we think is uh, going to win each matchup, Atlas Morelia, who you got? I'm a favor Morelia. I believe it's going to be a close game, but I have Morelia for a 2 1 win over Atlas. In the late game? Uh, I see a boring game. I might see Bola winning 2 0. Two goals? Hey, two goals is not boring unless they're dumb penalty kicks or something like that. So Yeah, man, if you want to uh, join our league, which is Soccer is Life at DraftKings, you know, send me a message or Trippin' B at our handles. That's E-R-A-B-O-I-1-4 on Twitter and Trippin' B underscore. Hopefully some people reach out and hopefully some people have uh, good luck on this slate. Yes, I hope my streak continues so my clients can be happy. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I my brazos, hardcore, damn, fuck that clique, yeah.